Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. I'm your host, Mitchie, and joining me, as usual, is Patrick. Hello. And this week we're covering the first episode of Season 4, titled Box Cutter. Just when you think that Breaking Bad couldn't get any better after the insane season finale of Season 3, this episode just brings it all back again. I mean, it would have been great to watch this when it was being released at the time. And then... If you uh, swap the first two letters around, it, it's, it's Cox Butter. Anyway. What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Definitely intentional. <laughs> All right, take us through the plot. <laughs> All right. During a pre-credits flashback sequence, Gail excitedly sets up equipment in the super lab for Gus. Gail asks Gus about the blue meth being produced by Walter, who is not yet working for him. Gus explains he has reservations about hiring Walt, but Gale insists Gus hire him because of his superior product. In the present day, Jesse has just shot Gale to death, on orders from Walt to foil Gus's plot to kill and replace them. Victor arrives at Gale's apartment and finds him dead, surrounded by neighbours who have just called the police. Victor finds a stunned Jesse sitting in his car and forces him to return to the lab, where Mike is holding Walt hostage. Mike, who is concerned that Victor was seen at Gale's apartment, calls to inform Gus. Victor, who realises his own position is precarious because witnesses saw him at Gales, has watched Walt work and starts cooking meth himself to prove that he has value to Gus, and that Gus does not need Walt or Jesse. <clears throat> Walt grows concerned when Victor proves better at the process than he expected. Alright. Is, is that implied in the episode that, that Victor was kind of like, you know, shaken a bit because he knew he got seen? And so I, that's I didn't why think he, that at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that never crossed my mind. Dude, these plot summaries imply some weird shit. <laughs> um... <clears throat> what I, the priest credits sequence is quite important because you actually have a you you you're shown why Gus decides to employ Walt. I mean, this guy, you know, he seems pretty resolute on his decisions. Seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't change his mind, and he does. Last season, ends up employing Walt despite you know the problems they had on their first encounter, and now you know why. It's because of Gale mm. and this strange connection. You know that Gale kind of. Ended up causing his own death by simply that scene, by what how what he talked to Gus about. Yeah, I like I like Gail's emphasis on why that three percent is important. Yeah, and how much and how hard that is. You know, what, what does he say? Like that is a tremendous gap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I like. I'm sure it is. And why? Like in terms of, you know, like when you think of it, like Gus. Why does it matter to Gus? Like fucking what he had ninety. 96 and versus 99 percent or some shit right like yeah. he's literally selling methamphetamine to drug addicts like they could not give a shit like 96 percent, i'm sure is like way better than whatever normally they would get so it seems weird that gus actually does end up employing walt and maybe to some degree he has also kind of a bit of pride in the methamphetamine that he's going to be outputting in america you know he wants to be seen as like the producer or, or the distributor of like good quality methamphetamine right no i, th- I think that's exactly it like you know his his whole motivation for becoming a, a drug kingpin is because he wants to get re- revenge on the Salamancas. Yeah. You know, he, he, and I, I think naturally that's just kind of carried over in, you know, the other aspects of his criminality. He just wants to be the man. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's true actually, and and it, it elevates him as a you know a crime lord over people like Chuka, you know, who wouldn't really give a shit about that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the ethics of this whole situation? We probably should have talked about it last episode, but we're going to do it now. About killing Gale. If you... you are, Yeah, okay. I'm Walt, you're Jesse, or you're fucking Walt and I'm Jesse. I, I don't care. And we're in this situation. Bitch. 
<laughs> oh, let me just channel my inner Jesse. Um, uh, like, yeah, You're not thinking straight, Jesse. <laughs> um, well, it's it literally is him or me, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, like I think when I say Jesse didn't have a choice, I mean you know, kind of didn't. It wasn't the danger wasn't immediately there. You know, it's not like if he didn't kill Je- uh, Gale, he would have immediately died. Maybe he would have evaded Gus for a bit, but probably not for long. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I genuinely think he did what he had to do. Yeah, no, that, 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 yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a tough one though. I mean, he just Gale's just kill the someone. poor sucker that yeah. just got caught up in all this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the lesson is don't fucking fuck around with criminals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going back to Victor, this guy has like literally no importance in this whole fucking. I I don't know. Like he's done nothing all the last season. He's just this guy that like sits around and, and yeah. is obviously like Gus's right hand man, just does his dirty work for him. He finally has this moment to shine in this episode when he's cooking meth. Like, he finally actually says something that's meaningful. When yeah. he, like, he literally says, watch me, when he stands on top of the thing to pour the crap into the whatever in the machine. And it's just like, finally, this guy, this actor, he's, his time to shine, you know? Even though he's going to die in, like, the next 10 minutes, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought this was, like... I don't know this this really made him an interesting character, you know? As he said, like, just because he's been silent for so long and then yeah. suddenly he has this drive to prove himself... Which, yeah. you know, <laughs> maybe that Wikipedia summary is right. Like, maybe, you know, he, he does he does have to reluctantly tell Mike, like, yeah, I got saw, I got seen. So, I don't know. Like, that, that's a, it's an interesting thought, actually. Yeah, but, I guess. But, yeah. but, but the way it went out was, like, Walt was saying, well, it's 9 a.m. now. We need to start cooking. Do you want Gus to be pissed off? Mm-hmm. And then Victor stepped in. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, I didn't really draw that conclusion at all that the Wikipedia summary is suggesting. I just thought, mm. well, he just doesn't want to piss Gus off and he knows how to cook, so he starts cooking. You know that bit when Walter's like, I bet he forgets the aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> Does Victor hear him? Is that what tips him off? Nah, surely not. Could, oh, no, it seems Victor's that not way. a dumbass. He, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Also, it the Americans say aluminum, but you know it's aluminium, and you'd think Walt, being the pedantic man that he is, would say it the right way. Well, it's not the right or wrong way, though. That's just what they say there. Yeah, but there's an I in there. No, 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 no. It's spelt differently in America. It's al- aluminum. Oh. It doesn't have the I in there. It's just oh, the way the Americans do it. It's I fucking didn't know weird, it was but it's different. Yeah. It's not wrong. It's in in an American dictionary. It's spelt aluminum. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, so Walt's just yeah. saying it the way he should. All right. But we Australians say it the proper way, and we say aluminium. Interesting. Yes. I like I like um when he comes down with Jesse, Victor, mm. and then Mike has this look, and then Victor, you know, kicks the table over, and then the demeanor on Mike just changes so quickly, suggesting that he didn't think they would really go through with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, he thought they failed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 Mike's interesting in this. Like, he's not... He's not this really cold and callous bloke. I mean, we know that already because we've seen him with his grandchildren. But the reactions that he has in this episode are actually quite important for his characterization. It kind of makes him mm. quite human. Like like that reaction when Victor kicks a thing over, he doesn't keep a straight face. He looks worried and that shows vulnerability to, you know, to Walt and Jesse, which probably isn't the best idea, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. All right. Concerned about Walt's apparent disappearance, she calls Saul but he has become paranoid because of Walt's falling out with Gus and is too busy checking his office for listening devices. Skylar hires a locksmith to break into Walt's condo, claiming she lives there. Elsewhere, Marie struggles to maintain her composure while caring for Hank, who is still bedridden after the attempt on his life. Gus arrives at the lab but says nothing. 
Walt launches into a nervous, rambling monologue of excuses and justifications, trying to convince Gus he needs him and Jesse alive. He claims it is Gus who is ultimately responsible for Gail's death, not them, and insists Victor cannot produce the high-quality meth Gus needs. Gus maintains his silence even while changing into hazmat gear and selecting a box cutter from a storage shelf, while Victor grins in anticipation. Never changing his demeanour, Gus suddenly slices Victor's throat, startling the others. Gus drops the body to the floor and coldly eyes the duo to ensure his message was received. During breakfast, Walt insists that Gail's death was necessary, but expresses concern that Gus will kill them at his next opportunity. Jesse doubts this, believing that neither can kill the other. The episode ends with police investigating Gail's apartment, with the camera focusing on his lab notes, which have yet to be discovered. Alright, we have Skylar again acting. She's getting pretty good at this. We see her doing yeah, she, season one with the jewelry store. Now she's doing a panic attack fake again. Just a family of actors. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hank. Yeah, he's down in the dumps. Yeah, he has to shit in that little potty on the bed. <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking rough. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the scene that really matters in this episode. The fucking box cutter scene. Mm-hmm. Man, it is so good. Like, yeah. Like, to me... I can't think of many other scenes in television or movies where it was so traumatizing just as a viewer. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's not, it's graphic. It is pretty graphic, granted. But, you know, like, we've, we've seen more graphic shit. But it's just more that how it happens and what happens and how it subverts exactly your expectations as a first-time viewer and even as a second-time or third-time viewer it's still equally as shocking where you feel just you you end up feeling just as traumatized as walt jesse and mike do by the end of the scene you know you're just like left like what the fuck because it was so unexpected yeah it was so unexpected and and just you know the whole setup of it it's like you spend a good five minutes watching gus take his clothes off and put the hazmat suit on and shit. And you're just like, fuck, like how are Walt and Jesse going to get out of this? And yeah. you know, for a fact that this is a start of a season and they're your main characters, they're your protagonists. So they obviously can't die in, in the way that, you know, protagonist is always protected in the television show, but you don't expect this to happen where Victor just gets brutally murdered. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's the bit that's unexpected. Also, Gus is really fucking swole. Yeah, I dude, I know, right? Like he's, he's built. He's fucking yeah. built. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a solid yeah. He, like yeah. he's just he, you thought he was intimidating and then you see him in this scene, you're like, holy fuck, like oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell when he's yeah, wearing yeah. his suit, but then then he's just in that t shirt yeah. and you see his arms, you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you do yeah, I definitely do not want to fuck with that dude. And then no. you know, like the thing about like being Having your throat sliced with a box cutter too, like, it's just, I don't know why, it, it just makes me more queasy than having your throat slit with any other object. I don't know why a box cutter <laughs> is, like, because it's such, like, a household yeah, it, item, like, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, you're right, actually. I mean, how many scenes, really, do we see a box cutter being used to kill someone, like... Like, it, it's sort of like, it's it's become an icon, really. I mean, and you know, suggested by the title of the episode, it's like, it is an unusual thing to do that with a box cutter, I suppose. It's not something that's done very often. So it has become an icon, at least to me, not all the time, but if I'm using a box cutter, I end up thinking about this thing, <laughs> or at least it crosses yeah. my mind very momentarily. Your, your brain does that thing where it's like, oh, you put it to your neck. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, but that that is a weird thought yeah, that yeah. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, We're all self, self-destructive. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, when you're standing on a cliff and you're like oh, what if i jumped right now yeah it's like annihilation the movie that's what that's about. <laughs> yeah um and then you know in movies when people get their throat slits 
it's like all the way across where in this scene it's just this tiny little gap in his yeah. neck right but, in, right in the artery the right yeah. place yeah, yeah yeah i don't know just some good detail yeah it, it looked good too like yeah. it's very very real looking and like yeah, the, amount mean, of, the amount of blood is like real too yeah, yeah. i just do yeah getting your throat slit must be like it's just not a nice thing not, <laughs> not at all like like getting cut in general is really bad but like cut in a way where you're gonna die is just in general really bad but when it's the throat it's even worse like mm. it's just saying about it you know and then like victor like sort of clawing at gus yeah and like he, he wasn't expecting it too you know so he just like what you can imagine going through his mind is like what the fuck like <laughs> oh, i guess i'm dying now yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just be a, a absolute shock. And even Mike, Mike's yeah, reaction yeah. is really interesting. He, like, he points, po- he points his gun yes. at Gus, you yeah, know, yeah. and just, just, you know, instinctually, obviously, he's just shocked, you know, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And yeah, I mean, doesn't pull the trigger, but man, it's a weird scene. Uh, and then we get like another chemical disincorporation, which is great. Yeah, with yeah. hydrofluoric acid. Yeah, which yeah. I like how you can kind of it doesn't completely dissolve it. You can still see like a bit of a skeleton in the yeah. in the barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gross as. Yeah, it's a very elaborate system that they got to dispose of that body, put it in the barrel, and then it gets taken away on a truck and shit. Where does it go? I don't know. The tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tip is for everything. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where the rubbish yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and. Um, just like another thing, <laughs> the match cut to like of the blood to the to the ketchup and the dude eating it. How good was that? Wait, I don't remember that. What dude eating? They're clean. They're cleaning the blood yeah. in like, and then they're squeezing the blood into like the drain, yeah. and then it match cuts with like like tomato sauce, and some dude like dips his chip in it and like eats it. Where was he eating this chip though? Was this at the breakfast place? It was place? the next scene in the restaurant. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like pretty seamless, but, and then it just like really grosses you out. Yeah. 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 Breaking Bad's good at those kind of um, yeah, yeah. match cuts, which um, is a term you've just taught me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the classic one is the, in 2000. Oh, you haven't fucking seen 2001. God damn it, Mitchie. Never mind then. <laughs> it's right. I'll get there one day. Yeah. It's, it's on my USB ready to go. Just, yeah, nice. Just looking for the like spare three and a half hours or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not that I don't have time, but anyway. Um, I also like how Walt and Jesse are wearing like the exact same things, <laughs> like this with the stickers and shit still on it. It's just, yeah. just classic Breaking Bad. Like you've had this seriously morbid episode where this guy gets his throat slit and you end like that you know and then man this this ending when like walt's walking away and this like western music is playing mm. and he he's pulling up his pants as if he's pulling up you know like a belt like 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 he was a cowboy or some shit yeah interesting i never thought about that like yeah that. yeah i don't know i don't know what that means like that was really interesting this time i was like oh like they're evoking like a western i wonder you know why a western how does that play into like the themes of this episode i wonder. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, just w- one last funny thing is, um, it's of course it's a Saul moment when Skylar calls Saul. He's like, "Where's Walt? He left his car here." And then he's like, "Yeah, maybe he carpooled." <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "What? He carpooled to his job at a meth lab?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, it's good for the environment." <laughs> yeah. But anyway. 
Anyway. Oh, yeah. And this is when Gus goes back on his word. He said that he believes fear is not an effective motivator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're just Definitely. here saying right now that Gus is a hypocrite. Yeah. Confirmed. Yep. Let's cancel Gus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Yeah. Join us next time for episode two of season four. See ya. Great genius. Watch me. We ain't missing no cook. If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amtgm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights, or criticism, you can send them to mail at amtgm.com. And as always, thank you for listening.